When you're ready to ride Metro, we want you to know we're ready for you. Here are just a few of the people at Metro to tell you how we're doing our part to keep riders safe. We're cleaning like never before. We're hospital-grade cleaning. You'll find hand sanitizer stations all over the Metro. No mask. No Metro. Need one? We have a few extras. At Metro, we're doing our part to keep the D.C. area moving. Find out more at wmata.com slash doing our part. The horses are on the track. One more thing. Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. So before we start, well, I guess we've started. There was like a 20-minute delay before we could do this because... Michael and uh, Hanson were dealing with a uh, technical challenge. Ponderous, man. Does anybody give a crap enough to do this? I mean, because if we don't, better to not do it. I probably am below the give a crap level, but mm. I might be able to rally. Does anybody have extra craps to lend Jack <laughs> to give? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, l- 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 I simultaneously wish and am glad that it's not true. Uh, the, there's a horse racing track near where I live. Currently? It's just too far to drive. Yeah. I love going to horse races. How come? Well, number one, I'll describe a day at the horse races to you or an afternoon. Right. You and a buddy or you and your sweetheart or, or a small group of people, whatever. You go, you stake out a nice table at the not free but few dollar cover charge area because it's like... The higher and ritzier you get, the higher the cover charge right. is. But you, you stake out a spot and everybody throws five bucks down, and in and, and most tracks, you do okay. So you sit there, you you sip drinks, you eat grub. Every race, you bet an amount of money you don't care if you lose. But then it's super exciting to have right. the horses thunder around the track, and you might turn five bucks into 25, yeah, right at the wire, he loses. <laughs> And then you mellow out for a while, you, you chat more, you have a, you order a beer, and then you look at the racing form, and somebody says, that horse has a funny name. And you, are you wearing a big hat in this picture? No, I'm all, usually, <laughs> usually. No, you know, come as you are, and it's just fun. I, I don't love get, it. I don't get any enjoyment out of gambling. I realize other people do, and that I'm an outlier on that. I'm the opposite to gambling as I am for drinking. I'm the way with gambling the way a lot of other people are with drinking yeah i tried it once and it made me feel dizzy i'm that way with gambling like i wasted five dollars and i never have done it again and i can't even imagine why anybody'd want to i can turn it into 25 big deal i just i just can't even imagine but i realize most people must like it they get something out of it i I could disappear into a poker room for 18 hours i'm worried i i I, I perfectly understand that that's the way a lot of people are when we lived in wichita there wasn't a horse race track there was a dog track Dog race yeah so uh, i'd go to the dog races and friends or family would come right. visit, that's where I'd take them. We'd yeah. go to the dog races, when the I, greyhound races. When I worked in uh, Tucson, dog racing was huge. I mean, I, th- it was like every week, two, right. or three, uh, two or three sets. I've come to realize that both horse racing and dog racing, uh, the retirement is not so great for no. some of these beasts. No. And, you know, I'm, I'm not thrilled with that, honestly. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I, don't, I don't feel like... I go enough that I'm like perpetuating. Right, exactly. Right. Yeah, you're not propping up the industry. I, I, no raindrop that... ever blames itself yeah. for the flood, Joe. <laughs> I will, That's a good one, Sean. Wow. I will tell you. Yeah, like, let me jot that down, raindrop. I will tell you, taking a young lady to a uh, racetrack, especially if she's uh, never uh, gone to any, any oh, races, that's a is great amazing. Date. That's a great date. Yeah. Is she wearing a big hat? <laughs> she can wear anything she wants <laughs> right? you know, at this point. 
But no, because it's so exciting. As right. the horses are coming around, you've had a couple of drinks, and now you're all cheering and getting ready to go. Right, so know? there's like camaraderie, right. and then there's... Uh, Rooting for a common interest. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Then there's, right. then there's uh, you know, excitement and adrenaline. Right. And you got the whole thing, hey, if we if this horse doesn't come in, guess what? We're not getting dinner. Like, that's exciting, right? right. A little, that's funny. little mystery, adventure. Like <laughs> a little, not going to be able to make the right. We can't afford getting little Jimmy's medicine. <laughs> right. Well, and, and honestly... <laughs> Honestly, and we were kind of sort of talking about this during the uh, the radio show, is uh, when you're competing, your testosterone level rises. Mm-hmm. And testosterone is absolutely a sex-motivating hormone for men and women. Um, uh, women who get older have less testosterone. It's one of the reasons the gals cool off a bit sexually, or so I've heard. Um, so, yeah, so you've got that whole excitement competing testosterone right. thing going as well. So I'm telling you. If you live anywhere near a horse track and you're not uh, bringing dates there, you're a fool. Mm. The chow's usually decent, too. The drinks are overpriced. but what Is that where do? the old horses go? To the food? I'm not saying. The steaks. Are you eating Belmont steaks? Put the roses yeah. around the neck of Jack Armstrong for that joke. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, it's fantastic. So uh, my the beginning of my horse racing love was, and I've told this story ages ago on the air, was uh, a buddy of mine, John. Uh, I'd love to give his last name because I like when people do that in names. But John, he was a year older than me in high school. We played tuba together in the band, and we were like number one, number two on the golf team. So we were good buds. And, uh, and there's he, a lot of tuba playing golf players. Not enough. Yeah. Not enough. We needed affirmative action. But uh, he was super into horse racing, so he said, come on with me someday. And he had a driver's license, and I said, all right. And I worked all the time since I was a little kid, so I had a little scratch laying around. So we'd go to the horse races, and this is back when, uh, and I've told this story about the old Comiskey Park in Chicago, too, that if you were over 12, they'd pour you a beer. And and if you, <laughs> right. and unless you sounded like this, they'd let you into the horse race track. They didn't care. Nobody checked. So you had to be and 18. do you think that harmed society any? I'm sure there were terrible things that happened. Sure there were too, but is eliminating the couple of terrible things worth? Well, I would say at the horse race track, no. Not, it was, no. There was no problem. I was 16. I had money. I worked. And and I think, yeah, ages 16, 17. But we'd go to, I think it was Belmont Park in Chicago. Why do you have to be an adult to gamble on horses? Well, gambling, Jack. It's yes. a sin. It's yes. an adult activity. But Gee. we'd go in, and he taught me the ropes. And, oh, my God, I loved it. We'd go and, and gamble on horses at night, <laughs> which seems crazy in retrospect, but didn't do me any harm. I probably won about as much as I lost, mm. and then it was fun. Yeah. But, yeah. So I say, let your kids gamble. <laughs> That's the point of the podcast. <laughs> Drop them off with never the too early to teach them craps. <laughs> so you know what? You know what would be funny? Maybe this is an exercise somebody does. Maybe as they're being sentenced to prison, or uh, or or I don't know. If you could, if I had a good enough memory, I could do this. Chart out all of the things I've done, wholesome to very naughty, and then. Put a line around the stuff I'm glad I did and see what's outside of it. Right. Not a lot of the stuff would be outside that line. I mean, I'm, I regret very little of the naughty stuff I did. Very little. Of course, I've never wanted to hurt anybody. And, how, about, how about look at it this way? And I don't steal stuff. How much of the stuff that you did that you don't regret doing would you have been okay with your kids doing? Different line. 
Different line. Different line. That's always interesting to me. Yeah, oh, yeah. It is. It is. I mean, I feel about this the same way with myself. I think about things that I did that I'm not really bothered that much that I did, but I don't want my kids to do it. <laughs> so I don't know what that means. Well, you just, know, I uh, some of it is I'm lucky it turned out as good as it did. There's right. absolutely luck in it. Yeah. Realize the dangers that you skirted and the, the, the pitfalls that you narrowly avoided and how easily it could have yeah. bounced yeah. a different way. Yes. Right, right. It also, you know, there are a number of factors, including your personality, but I just, my thing was always, yeah, this is probably a bad idea, but I want to see how it turns out. And and I'm you know Streaking my parents the neighborhood would, for example <laughs> streak hill oh my uh, my parents would occasionally say you showed really bad judgment and the thing they didn't get was I was okay with it turning out badly um I just saw life a little differently than they did but um yeah I don't know I don't know you're you're right though Jack you never know how close you came to getting killed or well, a lot of my dr- or fast driving or, and various stuff like that is all just you know it's just luck. Yes, you know it's funny. I wasn't thinking about stuff behind the wheel, um, but yeah, that's a category where no, I didn't benefit from that. That was just stupid. Um, yeah, and I, and I wouldn't even it wouldn't even be right to say I'm glad I did it. I didn't need to drive my dad's pickup truck to the dump as fast as I did on a gravel road. <laughs> um, there's no, no upside it, really. It was a thrill. It taught you a lot about suspension yeah. and braking. <laughs> yes. And gravel. And I would I sure as heck wouldn't want my kids doing that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, but they probably will anyway. Yeah, it's different with girls too, you know, raising girls, obviously. You know, my son like me was pretty big and uh, until I stopped growing, which was unfortunate, but um you know, yeah, it's different cuz you can go ahead and get yourself into some somewhat unsavory situations if you have a good eye for how unsavory it is, if you're a reasonably good-sized guy. With reasonable foot speed, but there um, is luck involved. There's there no doubt. absolutely, oh, yeah. yeah. Because and and you know, oh, God, this is going to turn serious, and I didn't mean it to. Okay, um, just before you get to the serious okay, part, because yeah, yeah. I won't be able to take it back. Okay, you said it was unfortunate that you stopped growing. How big do you wish you were? <laughs> oh. Do you wish you were eight foot tall, somewhere <laughs> shorter? There, I've always wanted to be eight feet tall. <laughs> no, no, I just no. How big uh, would you like little, to be? A little taller. A little okay. bigger and taller. Yeah. I just I was, now or then, because then you were playing sports and stuff oh, like that. Now I don't care. No, yeah, I don't no, and I'm happily married, so I don't give a damn. In fact, I think I'd, I'd like it if I was a little shorter, maybe. Really mm. tough fitting in places. Well, Sometimes. yeah, you get in an Uber or something. Yeah, it's like dude, a plane seat would be more comfortable if I was five eight. Dude, I can't. I can barely fit in this. In fact, everything right. would probably be more uncomfortable if I was five eight. Right. I really like my height, but I hate the fact that T-shirts turn into midriffs so often <laughs> after I wash them a single time. <laughs> Nobody's trying to see my belly button. No, no yeah. I'm not trying no. to. Well, no, so no. I'm not going to take it serious. I'll just tell you that you know sometimes good people who made the same sort of calculations, good smart people who made the same sort of calculations I did, misjudged one of the people involved and and very terrible things happened. Mm. You know, but that's you know that's an outlier and and. You really can't live your life afraid of the one in 50,000 no. shot. Definitely At least not. I've chosen not to, but anyway. What's your philosophy of life boiled down briefly, Marshall? And then we'll wrap this crap up. Right now, my philosophy of life is just keep moving ahead. Keep moving ahead. Yep. Yeah, that's that's good. Though. Yep. That's a good one. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I, I get it. I get it. Keep moving ahead. Unlike this podcast, which... <laughs> Is over. <laughs> well, I guess that's it. 
When you're ready to ride Metro, we want you to know we're ready for you. Here are just a few of the people at Metro to tell you how we're doing our part to keep riders safe. We're cleaning like never before. We're hospital-grade clean. You'll find hand sanitizer stations all over the Metro. No mask, no Metro. Need one? We have a few extras. At Metro, we're doing our part to keep the D.C. area moving. Find out more at wmata.com slash doingourpart.